1077 GNA Albany's number one for New Country. Good morning, Brian and Chrissy and the GNA Morning Rush. Chrissy's off. She's in Florida. Uh, Jess is in here just kind of holding it down like she always does. And we're on the phone right now with our buddy, Lights Camera Jackson. Uh, it is time now for Behind the Screens. And uh, he'll give you everything you need to know what the uh, the people are buzzing about in Hollywood. Good morning, Jax. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm great. How are you? We're doing very, very well. Awesome. So the, uh, the way this segment will work is uh, we'll probably have three different subjects. You're always going to do a film review, and then you're going to sort of walk us through some other things that people are uh, buzzing about in Hollywood. And I would imagine that um, very near the top of the list has been the success of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, my gosh, yes. The new Beauty, which I wasn't too much of a fan of, is already up to around $230 million at the U.S. box office. Could be looking at another 80 to $90 million this weekend. In a little more than four days' time, when it came out in theaters, it surpassed Grease to become the highest-grossing live-action musical of all time. Grease held that title for 39 years. No other movie musical really came close except for Chicago, but no other movie musical beat Grease until now at the box office. So pretty amazing for Beauty to do that. Wow, unbelievable. I mean, people obviously wanted to see it. I, do you think that this sort of sets more of a trend uh, in terms of what we'll be seeing? We'll be, will we be seeing a lot more of these remakes, reboots, if you will? Oh, Disney's got so many in the works from another Lion King to Mulan to Aladdin. And, of course, next Christmas, Christmas 2018, Mary Poppins returns, the sequel to Mary Poppins with Emily Blunt in the lead role that I think will do close to the numbers that Beauty did because it's it's another big obsession for Disney fans. So many diehard Disney fanatics are going to want to see the next chapter for Mary Poppins. So you mentioned that you thought Beauty and the Beast could do up to uh, $90 million, which mm. would obviously put it at number one over the box office. Any of the newer movies coming out this weekend going to challenge it? It's going to be kind of tough for any of them to really challenge it, but I think Life, which I saw last night, might do about $20-25 million. I thought this was pretty good. You know, we've seen a lot of space movies, Gravity and Interstellar and The Martian and Passengers with your girl J-Law, Brian. But um, this one's got Jake Gyllenhaal and Ryan Reynolds and Rebecca Ferguson from Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. They're astronauts who are working in the International Space Station. They discover there's life on Mars, and then things begin to go horribly wrong this is a frustrating movie to watch because you get emotionally invested in these characters and then when chaos starts to unfold around them you just get really really angry i give the screenwriters a lot of credit for going against the formula in a formulaic film all right so let's talk about the movie that they're filming out in the berkshires uh which is great chrissy and i were talking about this yesterday originally set to i think be filmed out in colorado but they're bringing it uh, more so here closer uh, to the Capital Region, and that's Daddy's Home too. What else do you know about this film? Yeah, they're in Great Barrington all week long. Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, back for the sequel to 2015's Daddy's Home, which was a film that did really, really well over the holidays in 2015. Even though it really wasn't a family film, there was a lot of sexual content, a lot of adult dialogue and situations, but families went because it was advertised towards them. That's really why they're making this sequel. Mel Gibson and John Lithgow are joining the cast. Mel Gibson is going to play Wahlberg's dad. John Lithgow is Farrell's dad. They arrive in time for Christmas. More rivalry takes place, 
And then you've got John Cena, who had a big cameo at the end of the film. Audiences loved that cameo, wanted to see more of him, and so he's going to have a bigger presence in this sequel as a macho rival to Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. So be on the lookout for that. If you know anybody who lives out that way in the Berkshires, you'll see some, you know, some things on people's Facebooks where they're taking pictures maybe with John okay. Cena. I'm pretty or, sure you'll notice if John Cena's walking down the yeah, street, take a picture. He may be looking awesome. for some jorts at the, at the outlets <laughs> of something That's like that. True. You can lend him yours. If you <laughs> Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> not here, not now, Jess. All right, quickly, uh, we're talking to a Lights Camera Jackson behind the screens. Tom Cruise, they're going to they're gonna do a Mission Impossible 6, and you had heard some inside information about a stunt. Oh, my gosh. Look, he climbed the tallest building in the world. Unbelievable. Then he hung off an airplane in the next one. Unbelievable. Now there's apparently going to be another mind-blowing stunt in Mission Impossible 6. One of the producers, David Ellison, said, what Tom is doing in this movie, I believe, will top anything that's come before. He's been training for a year. It's going to be, I believe, the most impressive and unbelievable thing Tom Cruise has ever done what? in a movie. What's that the is a crazy statement to me. But I believe it. I believe Tom Cruise will do something even wilder. We see another plane-type sequence in the Mummy trailer, so that looks okay. But this Mission Impossible, boy, it is going to be tough for him to top himself, but I think he's going to do it. Well, I, the, maybe the stunt is to get people to go and see this film because I don't – have these movies done that well, the last three or four Mission Impossibles? They took a break in between Mission Impossible 3 and revitalized it with uh, Mission Impossible 4, which did really well. And the last one, Rogue Nation, did very well as well. People that. are into this franchise over again. It was a good reboot strategy. So I think people will definitely go see MI6. Awesome stuff, man. I like behind the screens. I like the new format of the you segment. Too. And if people want from you, uh, more from you, Jackson, how can they do that? Lights-camera-jackson.com, Twitter at LCJ Reviews, Counting Life. I'm seeing a total of six movies this weekend, so follow me on all the social media for all the action. My friend, we'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you, Jax. Thank you guys very much. Bye-bye. All right, thanks.